Welcome to First 15, where we listen to God's word and we respond in a personal way. I'm Ron, and I'll be your guide on this journey. We are all followers here. We're learning to listen to God's word and grow our faith in him. And if this is your first time listening to First 15, you're in a good place. And I invite you to subscribe or follow this podcast on any of the podcast providers, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean. We also are on YouTube, so you can subscribe to us on any of those channels. The goal of verse 15 is to listen to God because what he has to say is the most important thing you'll hear today. And what I wanted to do today in this bonus episode was to share a little bit about how to pray a gospel. So you can see this as looking back over season two and reflecting on kind of how we did this and how you could do this in one of the other gospels if you feel led to do that. Or for other people who haven't been with us throughout season two and maybe are looking for how can I do this on my own, I want to give you some tips or some some guidance on that. First, let me say this. The gospels are not biographies in the modern sense of that term. They don't give us a complete account of the life of Jesus. They're pretty selective, focusing on certain parts of Jesus' story. And it seems that their purpose is not really to chronicle the life of Jesus and give us the whole account from birth to death, but they really focus a lot more on the last few years of his life, his public teaching ministry, what he actually taught, his controversies with the religious leaders, his interactions with his disciples, and then, of course, his death and his resurrection. So that's the focal point of the Gospels. And they are not written by what I call disinterested bystanders. The four Gospel writers are all believers, and they write from the perspective of wanting to share faith and to give the facts, but also to have you choose to believe in Jesus. I don't think that disqualifies them. But I want to be clear about where the gospel writers are coming from. They are not written as just third-party biographies of Jesus. And this is emphasized, I think, at the end of John's gospel. I'll share this with you. John 20, verses 30 and 31. Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in his name. I'd say, second of all, the Gospels do continue the story of God and Israel that's begun in the Old Testament. The books and poems and prayers and prophecies of the Old Testament form an important backdrop for the Gospels. The better you grasp the overall storyline of the Old Testament, the more Jesus' story will make sense to you. We see this at the end of Luke's Gospel. Jesus is on the road to a nearby village from Jerusalem. It's called Emmaus, and he's with two disciples. They don't recognize him. They're prevented from recognizing him at first. This is right after his resurrection. And then he says this to these two disciples, How foolish you are and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. That's from Luke 24, verses 25 to 27. Now, keep in mind, when Jesus said these things, there was none of the New Testament written yet. 
So when he says all the scriptures, he's talking about all the Old Testament from the books of Moses, the first five books of law, through all the historical books, the, the prophets, the poetry, all the way through to Malachi. He's saying everything in the scriptures in the Old Testament is there testifying to him, to Jesus. And so it's important to understand the Old Testament as backdrop to grasp how Jesus fulfills some of the expectations and the story that begins in those pages. Third point I'd like to share. The Gospels are mostly narrative, and they tell Jesus' story, but they also contain other kinds or subgenres like parables or teaching stories, prayers, apocalypse, genealogies, and others. So you need to read attentively and realize when Jesus is using things like figures of speech, hyperbole, exaggeration for effect, or he's making connections to prophecy, and when he's making some kind of symbolic statement. All of those are helpful as you're reading to have that sort of connection to other types and literary forms that are there in the gospel. Finally, and I would think the most important point that I can share is that the Gospels center on Jesus. And they also reveal something to us quite a bit, in fact, about God's nature. And third of all, they show us how to be faithful or loyal followers of God. And I think you can turn each one of those three observations into a question that will help you see the the main point or picture in any uh, gospel reading. So here's what I mean by that. After you've made a reading from the gospels, ask yourself question one, what does this teach me about Jesus or his nature? Question two, what does this teach me about God and his nature? And the third question, what do I need to do as a disciple based on this reading? I think that's the most important thing, is seeing that the Gospels center on Jesus, his person and nature, and point us to God and show us what we need to do as followers. Let me lead you in prayer as we ponder this. God, open my eyes to see you in your word. Help me see Jesus. I want to hear what you have to say. I'm listening. Please speak to me. Thank you for giving us not just one account in mono or two accounts in stereo, but instead you give us four Gospels so that we can hear you in surround sound all around. I'm excited at the common points that these Gospels have, that they share, but also the individual ways that you want to speak to me in each one of them. God, speak to me. I'm listening. Amen. I want to give you a challenge to set an intention for yourself, to read and to pray a portion of scripture over the next couple of weeks. Pray from God's words and let him speak to you. Listen for his voice and look for what you need to do to apply it to your life and grow in your relationship with him. Today's episode is brought to you by wordofprayer.com. We help people like you 
grow closer to God through his word and prayer. Blessings.